0: While it was still dark, before thought or sound or hope of daylight, those who love, who watch and wait, rise from sleep, approaching the place where death dwells, never knowing what they seek. Feet falling heavily upon the earth, hearts burdened, minds confused, stumbling in the moment before the dawn. We come to the tomb only to find that while we sleep god is at work rolling away the impossible stones clearing obstacles before shaking death out of dry bones working with angels tellers of good news raising up life in the quiet still moments before dawn an empty grave sets feet running hearts pounding voices Telling things too strange, too unknown, too wonderful for believing. Linen wrappings, all that remain. When death cannot hold in place its work and life appears at the breaking of dawn, we make our way to you, O God, this Easter day, walking, running, wondering and longing to hear your word for us. Speak to us, O oh Lord, as your word is read and proclaimed. In Christ's name, amen. We read today the first eight verses of the last chapter of Mark's gospel. Now, the earliest version of Mark ends with these eight verses in our Bibles, there are, there are 12 more verses, but scholars believe that those were added later. Listen now. For the word of God in the first eight verses of the 16th chapter of Mark. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, brought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, When the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They had been saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side, And they were alarmed. But he said to them, do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there's the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb for terror and amazement had seized them and they said nothing to anyone for they were afraid. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be, Thanks be to God. God. Oh Lord, may what we all think and what, what I say, may those be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Easter is the most important event in history. Without Easter, the day that Christ was resurrected from the dead, we would not observe Christmas or Good Friday. Without Easter, Jesus' birthday would have been just another baby's birthday not known or celebrated by most of the world. Without Easter resurrection, without that resurrection, we would not observe Good Friday or Easter for that matter. Jesus would have been just one of many, many thousands of Jews crucified by the Roman government to maintain their version of peace that Easter Resurrection Sunday would not be a day of worship Chick-fil-A would be open (laughs) there would be no Christian church there'd be no Presbyterian denomination and for the last hundred years there would have been no Berea church here Christian faith Christian faith is the faith in the risen Christ now all four gospels have accounts of this first Easter the day of resurrection. The details vary as those of us who looked at the Luke's version in Sunday school know. The details vary but all of them agree that Jesus was dead and was resurrected. And that's good news. Well, so what? If someone heard the story of the resurrection that we read from Mark's gospel or any of the others and they turned to you and said, so what? What difference does it make? Why is it important? Why does it matter? Why does it matter to you and why should it matter to me? What would you say? Well, I have five answers for you to consider. One reason the resurrection of Jesus matters is that it shows that Jesus keeps promises. Well, as I mentioned several times, at least three times before in the Gospel of Mark, Jesus had told his disciples he would be killed and would be rise, rise again. The disciples did not comprehend it. Well, how could they? This was something that had never happened before. I saw a video not long ago, a news story about how they were using computer printers to print houses. You have, you, it's just hard to believe, but it can be done. Well, until you've seen something technologically amazing like that, you wouldn't believe that. Use a computer printer to print a house, you gotta be kidding, a dollhouse maybe. This had never happened before. So they didn't understand it. Second, the resurrection means that the ruler of God's eternal kingdom will be the living Christ, not just an idea, a hope, a dream, not just the memory of a wonderful person way back when, in the distant past. But Jesus Christ, the living Son of God. A third answer is that because Jesus Christ has been resurrected, We can know that we will be too. He told us that he has gone to prepare a place for us and that the Holy Spirit has been sent to comfort and to guide us. A fourth answer would be that that same power of God that was able to resurrect Jesus Christ is available to redeem and transform our lives. Consider what Paul wrote to the Corinthians. He said, so if the, if the message that is preached says that Christ has been raised from the dead, then how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? If there's no resurrection of the dead, then Christ hasn't been raised either. And if Christ hasn't been raised, then our preaching is useless. And your faith is useless. We are found to be false witnesses about God because we testified against God and then that he raised Christ when he didn't raise him. Well... If that's the case, and the dead really aren't raised, if the dead aren't raised, then Christ hasn't been raised either. And if Christ had not been raised, then your faith is worthless. You're still in your sins, and what's more, those who have died in Christ are gone forever. If we have a hope in Christ only in this life, then we deserve to be pitied more than anyone else, according to the Apostle Paul. And a fifth answer, we do not merely tell lessons from the life of a good teacher. We proclaim the reality of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. A fellow named William Ackley was giving a talk when a young man asked him a startling question. He said, why should I worship a dead Jew? And Ashley said, he lives. I tell you, he's not dead, but he lives here and now. Jesus Christ is more alive today than ever before, and I can prove it by my own experience as well as the testimony of countless thousands. Well, if you read your hymn book, you see, that inspired William Ackley to write that hymn. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me. But well, did you catch that last verse of our reading from Mark 16, the eighth verse? So listen again. So when they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them, and they had nothing, said nothing, they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Nevertheless, the good news got out. It got out and it changed history and it changed lives, and it's changing lives today if the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is changing, transforming your life, do not be that timid Christian who says nothing to anyone. Be bold in your witness, not just in what you say, but in how you live, by what you do to show the love of Christ, loving all of God's children, as God has loved us, even to the point of giving his only son for you and for me. Thanks be to God. As we gather up bread and wine broken here for us at this table, as we bring together the pieces that are left, When all are fed and nourished, we unite into one body. We remember Jesus, risen for us today. As we gather up a week of fullness, lived out for us in word and in action, as we bring together the memories we share with all, have traveled the same way. We share the cries of hallelujah, and we repent the shouts of crucify. For Jesus is risen for us today. As we gather up the tears of the women in Bethesda, shed over the feet of our Lord, as we bring together the tears of women at every cross who bear such heavy burdens, we turn sadness into joy and we laugh once more. For Jesus is risen for us today. As we gather up the betrayers and deniers, fearful wants of the future, as we bring together disciples, past and present, waiting silently in the shadows. We hear with them forgiveness. We know we live for Jesus Christ is risen for us today. As we gather in the morning that dispels the darkness of the night, as we bring together all our hopes and dreams, Hold our breath for the sound of life. We rejoice and are glad, for Easter Day is ours, and Jesus Christ is risen for all today. Amen. If someone says to you, or if you find yourself saying to yourself, So what? Remember, you are witnesses of our Lord Jesus Christ who rose from the dead, who sits at the right hand of God in glory, and who sends the Holy Spirit to empower us for service in his name. So now may the grace of God the Father bless you with peace. May the love of Jesus Christ sustain you in joy. And may the power of the Holy Spirit fill you with courage this day and forevermore.